tonight. Oh Lord, there is none other like you, Jesus. Great and mighty are you, oh God. Great and mighty are you, oh God. Have your way in our hearts and our minds and our souls. We need your presence, oh God. We need you, Jesus. We can't do anything without you tonight. Let your anointing, oh God, be in this place. Let your Holy Ghost be outpoured upon all flesh. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 2 Chronicles chapter 15 and beginning at verse 1. And the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while ye be with him. And if ye seek him, he will be found of you. But if ye forsake him, he will forsake you. 
Now for a long season Israel hath been without the true God and without a teaching priest, and without law. But when they, in their trouble, did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. And in those times there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in. But great vexation was upon all the inhabitants of the countries. Moving down to verse 7. Be ye strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. And when Asa heard these words and the prophecy of Odet, the prophet, he took courage and put away the abominable idols out of all the land of Judah and Benjamin and out of the cities which he had taken from Mount Ephraim and renewed the altar of the Lord that was before the porch of the Lord. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to preach on Be ye strong and work. Be ye strong and work. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. Here in this account where we read a couple of things stuck out to me when Begin to read this, this chapter here. The Bible tells us that the prophet came to Asa and he began to explain some things to Asa. And some of the things that he began to touch on, he began to talk about how that it had been a long time that Israel had been without the true God. Tonight I'm so thankful that we are here and we have the one true living God here with us tonight. You know, I don't know what my life would be like if I went any amount of time without the presence of the Almighty God. Um, it's not a good thing to go one day without Jesus Christ. It's not, a good day, it's not a good thing to go one second without him in your life or by your side. But tonight, I'm thankful that I can feel his presence in this place. And I don't know, you got to be dead or in the grave somewhere not to feel the presence of God that is here tonight. And I don't have any doubt whether God is in this place tonight. I know without a shadow of a doubt, the one true living God, his presence is in this place tonight. And I love what I feel. There is no greater feeling that I feel here than what I feel here tonight in the house of the Lord. You can be seated tonight. A lot of people there worshiping so-called gods and self-proclaimed gods and self-proclaimed king, well, kings. Well, I'm thankful tonight that I'm not worshiping a, a self-proclaimed God tonight. I'm thankful that I'm worshiping what the Bible tells us, the one true living God, the only wise God. He's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the wonderful counselor. He's the mighty God. He's the everlasting father. He's the prince of peace. Come on, he, he, he is the one that is and was and is to come. Well, I'm talking about the one true living God, the creator of heaven and earth. His presence is in this place tonight. Come on, somebody, you should be excited. I said the presence of the Lord is in this place tonight. 
Come on, without a shadow of doubt, he said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. We got confirmation that he's here tonight. Come on, if you can't feel him, I encourage you to go ahead and get your hands in there. Go ahead and open up your mouth. Go ahead and leap for joy. Go ahead and dance in the spirit. And it won't be long before you feel his presence. I'm thankful that we have the one true living God here tonight. We don't have a so-called God. We have the only God here tonight. Come on, there's only one God, and his name is Jesus Christ. John said, I saw one throne, and I saw one sitting on that throne. You can be seated tonight. He didn't see two. He didn't see three. He saw one. He saw one sitting on that throne. I'm thankful tonight that we have his presence here. Thankful. You know, there are a lot of people that will look down on a congregation and they think that because the congregation isn't running thousands of people, you know, they think that, you know, ain't nothing happening or there ain't nothing going on there. I'm so thankful tonight that I know that God doesn't work based on the amount of people. He don't ba- he's not based on, it's not based on numbers with God. So many people get caught up and wrapped up in the numbers game. There ain't no numbers game here tonight. All it's about is people that are determined that they're going to worship and magnify the one true living God. I got news for you. You can't go anywhere else and feel this, what you feel here tonight. Every place don't worship like this. Every place don't have the liberty that we have here tonight. Every place don't encourage worship and praise. Every every place is not built upon the one true living God tonight. You can be seated. They're built upon a bunch of fluff and things that ain't going to amount to anything. It's not going to give you true victory. Prophet, he went on and he said that not only had it been a long time since God's people had the one true living God amongst them, but had been a while since they had a, a teaching priest. I'm thankful tonight for the teachings that we receive. Somebody need to be thankful. You need to, you need to sit up. And you need to, I don't know what you got to do. Maybe you got to, um, I don't know what you need to do. But understand that the words that come across this pulpit that you hear on a day, on a week in and week out, you better grab a hold of it because every place don't have a teaching priest. Every place don't have the words of knowledge and the word of God coming across this pulpit. I'm talking about unadulterated, unwatered, not watered down. I'm talking about the authentic word of God. Somebody better be thankful and grateful that you got a teaching priest among you tonight that is going to tell you thus said the word of the Lord. Come on, how many are glad that you know what the word of God says? How many are glad that you know that except you're born of the water and born of the spirit, you cannot? I'm going to tell you, you didn't just get that by 
It didn't just fall out of the sky. You got the knowledge of that. You got the knowledge because there's a teaching priest in the house that is going to tell you the word of God. That ain't going to cut in the corners. I'm thankful tonight that I know that tonight. I'm thankful tonight that I know that there's only one God and his name is Jesus Christ. I'm thankful that I know that without holiness, no man is going to see the Lord. You can be seated tonight. That don't just happen. So I'm thankful for the teachings that we receive. Because you'll find out that other, there are places and there are other things. Yeah, they, places have hype and they got all the lights and, and, and they know how to put on a show and they know how to turn it on. But you'll find out that there's a lot of people that sit in congregations that they probably couldn't even tell you what the word of the Lord says if they was put on the spot. They probably couldn't even teach your Bible study if they was put on the spot. I'm so thankful tonight that I know it's not just about hype here tonight. I want you to know hype is not going to save us tonight. I want you to know that the word of God and having the word of God hid down into your heart is what's going to save you. Not only is it going to save you, but it's going to keep you saved. Okay, hype ain't never saved anybody. Hype just makes people feel good and they still don't know what the word of God says. I'm thankful I know what the word of God says tonight. And it ain't just about emotion. Come on, I want to know the word of God. I want to know how to have victory in my life on a daily basis. I want to know what it takes to keep what I have. You can be seated tonight. So it had been a while that they had been without the one true living God and a teaching priest, somebody that's going to tell them the word of the Lord, give it to them the way. It's going to teach them and let them know what it takes to please the king. I want to know what it takes to please the king tonight. I want to, I want to know what it takes to obtain his favor tonight. I want to know what it takes for him to smile down upon me and be pleased with my works tonight. I don't want to just assume that he is pleased tonight. I want to know what it takes. To, I want to know what it takes to please him tonight. You can't know that unless there's somebody that can show you, that can teach you and train you. I'm thankful for the training tonight. I'm thankful for the training tonight. Anybody thankful for the training tonight? Young people, are you thankful for an academy that is going to teach you how to be Christian leaders? You can be seated tonight. So, prophet, he goes on, and he begins to explain some other things to, to Asa. One of the things, what I want to talk about is, he told Asa, he told him to be, be strong. Therefore, let your hands, let your hands not be weak, for your work shall be rewarded. That word strong is talking about 
strength. But not only is it talking about strength, you will find out in other places that it taught to, it said to be strong um, and they was being admonished to be strong. You'll read where the prophet uh, Haggai, how that in the book, chap, book of Haggai chapter 2, how that the word came to Zerubbabel and the priest, jo, uh, the priest Joshua and the people. And what had happened was that the people had, the temple had been rebuilt, but it didn't reflect the temple the way that it, they was familiar with it. And the word of the Lord came to them, and God began to ask them a question. In other words, he, he told them, um, I know that your thoughts of the temple now is not the same way before like it was before. But he told them to be strong. Be strong and to be of cur good courage. And he told them to work. In other words, and he said, I'm with you. My spirit is with you. And I want somebody to know tonight that we got to be strong in the Lord tonight. We got to be of good courage tonight. The word strong, that word strong, it also means to, to, uh, to continue, to retain. I don't know about anybody else, but I want to retain some things tonight. I want to continue in some things tonight. I want to hold on to some things tonight. The writer talked about not casting away your confidence, which have great recompense of reward tonight. I don't want to let go of my confidence tonight. I want to know without a shadow of a doubt that God is still in our midst tonight, that he hasn't gone anywhere. People can go, but God will never leave. He'll never forsake you. He said, Lo, I'll be with you always to the end of that. You can be seated tonight. He told them to be strong and work. Be strong and work. Be courageous. Be of good courage. You'll read where Asa, after he got the word of the Lord, from the prophet, he heard the word, and it's a good thing that when you hear the word, you respond to what you heard. It's a good thing that you respond in a positive way. One of the first things that when he heard the word of the Lord, you'll find out that the Bible says that Asa, he took courage, and the Bible says that he went and he got rid of all the abominable idols. He got rid of them all. I'm going to tell you, in order to cut off the things of this world, it's going to take somebody saying that I don't want that any longer. They got to be courage and have courage and be strong in the Lord and to be able to look at the world and say, I don't serve your God. I serve the one true living God. I believe some young people need to get some courage in the Holy Ghost tonight and look at some things. Somebody needs to look at. There's some young people that need to look at the idols of this world and let it know that I don't serve you. I'm not bowing down to you. I worship the one true living God, the creator of heaven and of earth. 
You can be seated tonight. It takes courage. It takes knowing that God is with you without a shadow of a doubt. I don't have no doubt that God is with his people tonight. There, there are some people, they have doubt, and they'll, ne- they'll never say it out of their mouth, but their, their behavior, their, 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 um, their response to things and, and how they go about things, it shows that they lack faith. It shows that their faith has failed. But tonight, I don't want my faith to fail. I want to be full of faith tonight. I want to be full of faith tonight. I'm a matter of fact, I want to, before I leave here, I want to build myself up on my most holy faith that when I leave here, I know that God can, and not only that he can, that God will perform the work, that God will do it without a shadow of a doubt. I don't care what the naysayers are saying. I don't care what the backbiters are saying. God will perform it. He will perform it. You can be seated tonight. And I want to be strong. I want to be encouraged tonight to continue to work. I want to have a mind to work. You know, you got to have a mind to work. I want to have a mind to do the work of God. I don't want to just come to church and don't get involved with what the church is doing. I don't want to stand around idly like I don't know what's going on. Guess what? We all know what's happening. We all know what's taking place. God has called each and every one of us. If you've been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, God has given you the power to be a witness. He didn't give you the option to be a witness. He commissioned you to be a witness, to be a light into this lost and dying world. So many times people say, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. You know what you're supposed to be doing. God told you what to do. We're supposed to be a witness in this lost and dying world. God has commissioned us. You can be seated tonight. So I want to have a mind to work. I don't want, you know, after doing a thing for some time, if you're not careful, you'll you'll get weary in doing it. As it seems like things aren't coming together, things aren't coming to pass. But I want to know that I'm, I'm doing a good work tonight. I, I want to understand that we're involved in a good work tonight. We're involved in a good thing tonight. I'm sorry. There, I know there are some doubters. I understand that. But guess what? Anyhow, we're involved in a good work tonight. And I don't want to be weary in it tonight. The Bible says, be not weary and well doing. I know that I'm a part of a good thing tonight. So I want my hands to be strengthened. I want to be encouraged in my spirit to do the work of the Lord. You can be seated tonight. There'll be a lot of murmur. There'll be a lot of complaining. There will be. There'll be people that will work against you. You'll be surprised. It, it, I promise you, it surprises me. It, it baffles me at times. That, you know, we know that there's going to be opposition from the world. We know these things. We're prepared for it. We know it's coming. We just know it. But my problem is, how do you prepare yourself when 
most of the, the attacks are coming from people that proclaim that they believe the same way you believe. How do you, how do you prepare yourself for that? You're thinking it's going to come from one angle and it hits you from another angle that you never expected. Never expected. You'll find out that Nehemiah went back. Nehemiah was so burdened down as he he heard the, the, the condition of, of the city and the land, how things had been torn apart and just had been flattened. And so he's burdened down. He goes before the king. The king noticed that he is not his normal self. And so Nehemiah communicates to him what has happened, what has taken place, and his, his desire to go back and build things back up. King gives him leave. He goes back. And you'll find out that everybody wasn't happy that Nehemiah came to rebuild the walls. They weren't happy. People by the name of Sam Ballard and Tobiah, they weren't happy. They fought against it. But the Bible says that even though all of these things was taking place, the people, they had a mind to work. They had a mind to work. The Bible says that they built with one hand, they built with one hand, and the other hand, they had a sword. And so as they was building, they was fighting off the enemy at the same time. Come on, somebody. Don't be, don't be dis discouraged tonight. Just keep on building and keep on fighting. Just keep on building and keep on fighting. Guess what? God is going to shut the mouth of the naysayers. I'm telling you, you ain't got to say a word. You ain't got to fight. You ain't got to do nothing. God will shut the mouth of the land. All I got to do is continue to build. All I got to do is continue to teach Bible studies. All I got to do is continue to knock doors. All we got to do is continue to have church. You'll be surprised how many people want to get rid of church. They want to eliminate church services, but we don't need to eliminate church service. We need to figure out how to have more church. Come on, there ain't nothing like coming into the house of the Lord and feeling his presence that we feel here tonight. You can be seated tonight. People that claim they're baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost want to eliminate church services. Come on, where does that come from? I need more church. I need to be in the presence of God. I need to. Come on, David said, one thing have I desired, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. Come on, not that I will dwell at the ball games. Not that I will dwell in the club rooms. Not that I'll dwell hanging out with worldly friends. That I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. It's the only place I desire to be tonight is in his presence. In his presence. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures evermore. Be seated tonight. Praise God. Come on. Anybody glad to be in church tonight? Are you happy to be a part of the church tonight? I want you to know the church is a whole lot bigger than people. Our God is a whole lot bigger than people. 
I want you to know the church is going to do what the church does. It's going to move forward in Jesus' name. The gates of hell will not prevail against the church. It won't prevail against the true church. You can be seated tonight. So, I want to be good courage. I, want to be, I don't want to be discouraged. It's easy to be discouraged as you hear all the chitter chatter. As people do things that are that are just outright defiant. You know it ain't because a person don't know what they're doing or they're just ignorant to what they're doing. They're, they're absolutely defiant. They, they mean to be defiant. Can't be discouraged in all of that. When all, all, in all of that taking place, you got to know that you're a part of a good work. You got to know. I'm encouraged tonight. I'm encouraged tonight. I'm going to tell you why I'm encouraged tonight. And I, I, I'll tell you, I'm nothing great. I'm nothing great. I'm not the, I'm not the smartest. I'm not the talentedest. I, I just, I want, I've, I've, I've given enough time and enough energy to the world. I want to give the rest of my days doing the work of the Lord. I want to be committed. I want to be sold out and dedicated to God's work. Just this past past weekend, beginning on Saturday, I was in Bible study with family, and we was discussing Noah and the ark, and we talked about the account, and, but then we went a little bit deeper in what God was trying to show us and teach us that was to come, that we teach today that it's not physical any longer, but now it's spiritual, and we went to First Peter chapter 3, and as they saw that Noah and the ark and the flood and all of that, how that it was a, a figure of baptism and how baptism saves us, I can't tell you the look on their face as the light bulb came on and they, they saw what the Bible was saying. And they said, this is the first time that we've ever seen this. I can't tell you the feeling of that. The joy that comes that people, the word of God is being revealed to people. At the Sunday morning service, went in the back building had Bible study, me and a, another one of the sisters with another young lady. And as we're wrapping up the Bible study and as we discuss Genesis 3.15 and how that it was the first promise of redemption of mankind and how, begin to explain how that the seed, which was Jesus Christ, in, in it talking about how that he would bruise the head of the serpent and him overcoming and getting victory, how that at the same time he would be hurt. He would be bruised. And, this, and to explain to her that this was done, this promise of redemption, was for mankind. 
It's for me. It's for her, for her children. I can't explain to you the feeling that came, that the spirit of the Lord that came into that room as tears began to flow down that young lady's face. As she realized what the Lord did just to redeem her, to save her, to give her an opportunity to have eternal life. As tears came down her eyes. I'm going to tell you, that girl almost got the Holy Ghost. And by faith, she's going to get the Holy Ghost. She was in service last night, and she came close to receiving the Holy Ghost. And by faith, we believe that God is going to fill her with the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, with seeing things like this, Seeing these things happen, there's not a shadow of a doubt. God's presence is still amongst his people. And I can't let my hands be reaching. I can't get weary. I got to be encouraged. I got to keep moving forward and knowing that God has a plan. God has a plan. And nobody's going to stop the plan of God. You hear me? Nobody's going to stop the work of God. God's work is a whole lot bigger than people. Let us remain standing here tonight. Somebody be encouraged tonight. Keep working. It's not time to sit idle or stand idle in the marketplace. It's time to put your hand to the plow. No looking back. No looking back. The book of Haggai, the Lord knew that they remembered how things were before. And now, present temple does not reflect the one of the past. I'm going to tell some people, it's time to move forward. It's time to stop looking, stop looking back. It's time to move forward. You won't, listen, God, yes, God may have used people, but I got news for you. God wants to use you too. God wants to use each and every one of us to do his work. He said, all there must first be is a willing mind. A willing mind. You'll find out. The problem is, there's not too many willing minds. Because of other influences, things, yeah, minds are being distracted with, being bogged down with. I want my mind to stay clear of all the filth, the pollution of this world. I want my mind to be full. I want to be renewed. I want my mind to be renewed. I'm telling you. God has a plan. God has a plan. And God works through people that make it up in their mind that they're going to consecrate themselves. And they're going to be separate unto the Lord. I've given enough time to dumb idols. I have no more time to waste. I'm not bowing down any longer to the idol of sports. I refuse to do it. I'm not bowing down no longer to the idol of Hollywood. I refuse to do it. I threw the movies out a long time ago. I can't even, I can't even tell you the last time we sat down and watched the movie. It's been that long. 
And I'm not boasting in myself. I'm just saying it's a waste of time. It's filth. It's pollution. It distracts. It keeps you from being about the work. I'm not just saying that to say that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not running some kind of I'm not running some kind of campaign, popularity campaign tonight. No. I'm saying it because I've experienced it. I've experienced what it has done to me. I've experienced it in trying to still do the work of God and live for God, but be bogged down by so many other different things. Weights. Didn't the writer tell us to lay aside every weight that does so easily beset us? I ain't got time to be weighted down tonight. I want to be able to move in the spirit. I want to be able to hear God's voice so clearly. Somebody make it up in your mind. that Somebody needs to get the mindset that Asa had. He heard the word of God, was encouraged, and he got rid of all the idols. He got rid of all of them. Don't leave some stash stuffed under the bed mattress. Don't leave a hidden file on the computer. I feel this in the Holy Ghost tonight. Don't leave the world of music tucked away somewhere where mom and dad can't find it. I've been there. I've done that. I'm going to tell you, it caused you to lose out with God. It'll create a battle in your life. But if it doesn't destroy you, it will nearly destroy you. And you'll have to wrestle with it for the rest of your life. Got time for that. Get rid of all the idols. Throw them out. Do away with them. I'm not bowing down to that altar any longer. The only one I'm bowing down to, the only one my hands are being stretched out to is the king of glory. It's the creator of heaven and earth. It's Jesus Christ tonight. Somebody be of good courage. Young person, be of good courage tonight. Be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Look at the world and tell them, I'm not dressing like that. God didn't create me to be another a statistic. God didn't create me to be a hoochie mama. He didn't create me to do what those have done before me. God has created me to be different. He filled me with the Holy Ghost to be different. You need to let the enemy know that the buck stops here. I'm not going that route. I'm not going that route. I'm not getting wrapped up in lust, in lustful situations. I'm not doing it. It stops here. God has something greater for you. But it takes a young person that doesn't care what the world is saying, don't care what they're thinking about you, you're going to be of good courage. You're going to be strong. 
Let the Lord know that I believe in your word. I trust in you. I trust in you. Come on, somebody, make it up in your mind to work. Don't think that you're too young that you can't teach a Bible study. You can teach a Bible study. Don't think it's too young that God can't use you. You better read about David. Read about Jeremiah. God called Jeremiah. Jeremiah said, I'm just a youth. God said, I ordained you to be a prophet while you were still in your mother's womb. Don't tell me you're too young. Don't try to tell God, oh, when I get a little bit older, I'll do your work. No, you can do it now. Remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. Somebody lift up your hands and let's call upon them. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. Come on, church. Let's be of good courage tonight. Come on, let us make up in our minds that we're going to work tonight. There are people that are there are people that are in need tonight. And we have what they have need of. We have what they have need of. Come on, somebody. Cry out to him. Lift up. Ask God to give you a burden tonight. Weigh you down tonight. Help me to start wasting time. Help me to start wasting valuable time. The writer said, he talked about redeeming the time for the days are evil. Help me to know that I don't have that much time. Help me to know that my days are short. He said, teach us to number our days. I want to make the best of the time that I have. I'm done with the world. I'm done with this life. I want to live for the life to come. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Come on, young person, lift up your voice. Cry out to him. Cry out to him. Ask God to put something inside of you that you won't be seduced by the, the spirit of this age, that you won't be enticed, that you won't be drawn away by your own lust, but that you'll be rooted, you'll be settled in the word of the Lord his kingdom and his, his plan for your life. Well, come on. This altar is open tonight. Come with your heart lifted with your hands. Call it upon the Lord. Come on, somebody. Be of good courage. Be strong in the Lord. Make it up in your mind. I'm going to work. I'm going to work while it is day. Because there's a time coming where no man will be able to work. So while I have the time, I'm going to be about my father's business. God wants to use you. God wants to use you. God wants to speak through you. He wants to use your hands. He wants to use your voice. He wants to use your talent. He wants to use your talent. That God-given talent, he wants to use it. Oh, come on, somebody. Cry out to him. In the mighty name of Jesus.